United States of America is the most successful nation the world has ever known. And I think that's largely because we're the freest nation. Humans cannot reach their potential, cannot realize their dreams unless they're free. If prosperity were easy, everybody around the world would be prosperous. If freedom were easy, everybody around the world would be free. If security were easy, everybody around the world would be secure. They are not. None of this is going to be easy. But this is the United States of America. It takes an extraordinary effort. It takes extraordinary commitment. It takes extraordinary strength. The Valley Forge wasn't easy. Going to the moon wasn't easy. Settling the West wasn't easy. We are the American people. We have seen difficulties before, and we always overcome them. This is about rolling up our sleeves. We might have some differences, but at Americans putting our head down and getting it done. this program to bring you a special news bulletin. I don't know that it's going to be enough necessarily no, to, like to save will, her. But what do you think of these shifting sands? You know, it's we have a common enemy in Donald Trump, right? I mean, you know, politics makes strange bedfellows. But I, I, I think, look, if I lived in Wyoming, I would vote for Liz Cheney because a <clears throat> Republican is going to be in that seat. So it might as well be Liz Cheney than, you know, um, uh, this woman who was just, it's beyond me that somebody's going to put her in the house. Um, but, I, you know, look, Liz Cheney is still uh, anti-abortion. She still, you know, has a huge level of conservatism. I, I don't think, I think she's going to be a woman without a party. You know, this, all these people speculating that she's going to now become a Democrat or she's going to run as an independent or let her be, you know, a, a vice presidential candidate for the Democrats. Like, I just don't see any of that. Right. There's really no, no party that, that Liz Cheney is going to be welcome in at yeah. this point. And, and it's too bad because I think history is going to treat her well. And she's performed an amazing, courageous, valuable service over this last year. Amazing, valuable service. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. Uh, I'm co-host Hutch Bailey Jr. This is the lovely Angel Fleming from New Hampshire. Hello, Angel. Hi, everyone. If I could just say, everything she just said is why Liz Cheney lost. Everything she just said. What the liberals were saying about Liz Cheney is exactly why the American public is against Liz Cheney. The elites are not picking up on this. No, they're not. They're not. This is going to be a fun show. And, and ladies and gentlemen, I got to say, uh, I know Wayne is is just uh, tearing himself up for not being here. But you know what? Conservative men, we have priorities. And his priority is his daughter taking her to college. Dropping the baby off at school. So there it is. I mean, yeah. the, one of the most consequential shows in the run. And he has to take care of business as a dad. That's commendable. It's, yeah. It really is. We yeah. need more of that. Let's pay a couple bills. Angel, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the show is brought to you by MyPillow.com slash Wayne. Uh, you can go over there, get all kinds of different uh, American-made products. They're very high quality. Um, and there's a lot of sales going on. I don't have that information here, but it's right there. If you go to MyPillow.com slash Wayne 
or call 1-800-308-1299. Great products over there, uh, Angel. Yes, I love the MyPillow mattress every time we talk about MyPillow. Everybody thinks about the pillows, right? And I know Wayne and Hutch are fans of the, the dad slippers that they have. But I'm telling you, that mattress, no matter how stressful the world may be, I say my prayers and lie down on that mattress and I sleep like an angel. It is wonderful. I promise you. I have a bad back. Um, as most military members do. And um, and I got to say, the MyPillow mattress, one, it's made in America. It's made by a good guy, but it actually works. You know, um, I would never support a product that I actually no. don't use and support. So go the out there and check work it out. Too, especially yeah. for military members that are used to those waterproof towels that don't work. Uh, the, the actual <laughs> cotton towels that MyPillow have do. Uh, and a lot of kids are going back to school, so now's a perfect opportunity to get them some towels, some slippers, uh, whatever you want. There's a ton of stuff over there. Uh, please support my pillow. We also uh, are sponsored by mammothnation.com uh, slash hashtag WD show for us to get any credit for it. A, a, a gathering, uh, if you will, of, of small boutique-like uh, conservative-minded uh, stores that uh, you're very familiar with, Angel. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to say this, you know, I mentioned this yesterday on the show and I've mentioned it a few times. So my my AFSC in the Air Force or my MOS, as the, the Army folks understand, it was in government contracts. And we have so many clauses in the government that protect us from buying things from our enemies. And I just thought if only someone could come up with a marketplace that is the answer to the evil and corrupt Amazons and Walmarts that give money directly to our enemies. And then along comes Mammoth Nation. And ladies and gentlemen, please check them out. Use them for your special holiday gifts, graduation gifts, Father's Day, Mother's Day, birthday. Check it out because the more you visit the website, the more they will get um, vendors on there. It, the, the more traffic they get, the more enticing it is to vendors. Um, and it, the prices are far more reasonable than joining an Amazon Prime oh, yeah. or, or a Sam's Club or what have you. So check it out. Um, you know, show, show your support for the local American small businesses, the veteran-owned small businesses. Let Mammoth Nation know you appreciate what they're trying to do, um, and you can be a part of their movement. So please, please tell them we sent you. And, um, Hashtag WD Show. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And, and finally... Uh, you know, with the farm price, you know, we're eating right now, we're eating last year's food, just so everybody right. understands that. Uh, we haven't gotten to the expensive stuff yet, even though inflation is taking its toll all by it's itself. Coming. It is definitely coming. Uh, so go to preparewithwd.com. You can save, there's all kinds of different savings and rolling deals going on. Uh, the products have a 25 year shelf life with oxygen absorption uh, technology and everything else. And, and uh, I've got some, Angel has some. One of these days, we're going to do some type of uh, an episode where we uh, have a taste test or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't want to open my bucket, so Patriot <laughs> Supply. That's the way us, I am. Send us something that we can taste test because I don't want to open my bucket. It's in but, a beautiful uh, bucket that you can put anywhere. I mean, this, they, they've thought this through, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. You can yeah. tell. And I would ask you to please, if you like this show, if you like this program, I have this little opportunity because Wayne's not here. He's too humble, <laughs> right? If you like this show, you like seeing programming like this, there's only one way we can do this, and that's if you support our sponsors, because even some of the alternate or new media uh, are going to some of these big time sponsors that require that maybe you might have to say what we want you to say. Well, we're not like that, but I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, most of our competition is. Good Morning America is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by 
Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. That was not the clip that I thought it was, but it worked. I mean, it was uh, my point. Uh, we are not brought to you by Pfizer. We're no. brought to you by MyPillow.com. That's exactly right. And Anthem Tax Services, which I can't find the banner for. And I'll if Wayne comes on, he can do that later. Okay. Uh, so uh, anyway, you know, you got to support our, our people to keep us here. Uh, that being said, what a blowout. You know, I, I'm telling you, that was political murder in Wyoming. I've never seen a spread like that before, especially with an incumbent. Man, grabbing my popcorn and watching an elitist fall. Um, you know, and she's a sacrificial lamb, ladies and gentlemen. We got to celebrate the victories, but don't let up. Don't no, let that's, up. That's I chapter don't, two of this report. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So I don't want to preemptively strike then. No, but, um, but just watching the Cheney fall, just, you know what I mean? She Zillary. has... She has been an enemy of the people. She's been censured. She's been warned numerous times. Um, and so this, I mean, I wish I could see uh, more repercussions than just losing a primary, but um, I'll take it. I will take it. And I hope the elites hear this. I hope this is a shot heard around the world. I'll tell you, I, I was watching last night. I was watching the war room on my back porch on my iPad you know, from earlier today, earlier yesterday. Uh, and I never, uh, sometimes I'm a little slow on the uptake on things. All right. And Steve Bannon put this in such perspective last night. He said this started all the way back in the 2016, 2015, 2016 primaries when Trump took everybody off that stage. Every single professional political Republican got nailed. Mm -hmm. And he even made two of them turn into Democrats, Chris Christie and Kasich. I mean, they might as well be Democrats now. Uh, so that was the beginning of the purge. Then a month or so ago, uh, a Bush family grandson got defeated in a Texas primary. There, the Bush family's done. That dynasty's over. What we saw in uh, Arizona, um, it was, no, yeah, Arizona, you saw the McCain dynasty kicked out. They're done. McCain, Flake, all those guys are gone, right? And then last night, you saw the Cheney dynasty. I mean, Gone, just gone, and, and possibly, but probably not, Murkowski, whose family's been in Alaska for 40 years. But Sarah Palin's probably going to win that house seat. From not your lips to God's ears. Right, I, I hope so. And and Angel, Next, the next one up is the Sununu dynasty, which the, the governor's probably going to get a pass, as you've said. Yep. But, but the rest of the dynasty, there's a guy up there named General Bolduck, it's about ready to take some Sununu guys out. You want to talk a little bit about New Hampshire or if you know anything else about it? I, I, I've been watching it and finding it interesting. So some of you, unfortunately, remember Scott Brown, um, Scott Brown's wife. So Scott Brown ran into exile after he lost his reelection um, to take over the people's seat, formerly Teddy Kennedy's. Uh, they went and kind of prostituted themselves around the country, and now they find themselves in my great state of New Hampshire. Scott mm. Brown's name is Dirty, so his wife is running under her maiden name, Gail Huff. Um, but she's <laughs> she uh, she is you know she wears the pants in the family. I'll say that there are plenty of pictures of Scott Brown not wearing any pants at all. Uh, but um, I will say I don't trust these elites. Uh, the the Browns, the Huffs, they they are elites to me. Uh, Bulldog, I'm impressed by him. I I've been watching him closely. I know Matt Mowers has uh, an endorsement from Rick Grinnell. Uh, Matt Mowers, I think his name is, from Rick Grinnell. They're running against my state, uh, my congressman, um, who is an absolute socialist. So it's kind of a rat race right now in New Hampshire for for um, our primaries. We have a very late primary, so ours is in September, same as Massachusetts. So 
once you win your primary, it's a mad dash to the general. There isn't a lot of time for mudslinging. People get dirty quick. Sununu's going to stay. Um, Sununu's going to stay. Promise you that. Everybody we try to put up against Sununu, they're not. And I, I hate to criticize anybody for not being politically polished, but when you go up against an elite dynasty name like a Sununu, it has to be more than grassroots. Um, I'm not saying you need establishment behind you, but you do need some some name recognition. And we've we've thrown up some people that people just didn't want to hold their nose and vote for. People question the electability. And one thing that Sununu does really well is Second Amendment. Sununu has been that. bold about the Second Amendment, even after the rash of gun violence and all the hysteria going around the country. Sununu doubled down and said, we are not changing constitutional carry. Schools have the freedom to train security. We're going to give them money for security if they see fit. We are not changing the Second Amendment here in the state of New Hampshire. Right before I went into the military, um, he signed the bill passing constitutional carry here. So if you're a resident of the state of New Hampshire, you do not have to get a permit of any any kind. And you can open, conceal whatever you want with your firearm. Um, so people love him. For How that. does that work for somebody visiting from out of state? Um, officially, uh, officially, you have to be a resident for constitutional carry. Right. Um, Out-of-staters, there's reciprocity. So certain states have reciprocity. If you're a constitutional carry state, reciprocity plays. I will say this. Nobody bugs you. Nobody's asking you for papers and asking if you're a resident of New Hampshire. In fact, I've seen um, we have some pretty wild rallies here in New Hampshire. Uh, Laconia Bike Week is one of them in the Lakes region. And... Um, there are people from out of state all over the place. The vendors come and they say, of course I carry. The cops won't know it unless I have to use it in self-defense though. And that's, that's a good, general, you know, that's, that's the way the we need to get back. We need to get back to that anyway. Yeah. That's a I general mean, attitude. We, we got to start learning how to disobey. I mean, or, or, or the WEF is going to take us. I mean, we, yeah. we have to be Americans. I mean, we really do. And to uh, that point, if I can say too, um, I'm not against jury nullification if it means protecting constitutional rights. So ladies and gentlemen, if you get called to jury duty and it's a case where you feel this person's being tried for exercising their God-given right, feel free to, to vote not guilty. Feel free to nullify that jury because a jury of their peers can outnumber whatever the judge says. So that's right. <laughs> you know, and, and a gun never killed anybody in history. Nope, not once. You know, that's that's something you got to remember. Now that back to this election because we got to savor this a little bit. Uh, Harriet Hageman, man, sixty six point three percent of the vote. That's wow. political murder. I mean, mm -hmm. for an incumbent. And, and you know the thing, I was thinking about this after I got Steve Bannon's uh, perspective on all these dynasties. You know, we're going into a Congress. It's not going to have any Clintons, Bushes, Cheneys. It's awesome, McCain's. I mean, this is a new deal, right? And, and, and when you look at that, and then you look at how the people, this is the end of neoconservatism. I mean, there's still going to be some voices out there, but their clout is gone. It is gone. And, and when you look at how these statesmen, quote, unquote, statesmen, this is kind of hard for me, Angel, because I supported all these people for years. Sure. You know, and, and when you look at the the statesmen, the, 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 the people that have been around for so long, be clowning themselves the way Dick Cheney did on that ad. That was just, I'd be clowning mm -hmm. George W. Bush giving money. It's just, it's sickening and it's sad to watch it. Good riddance. Good you know, riddance. I, I suffer from the same thing you do Hutch is I, uh, I let my heroes lie to me. Right. Um, yep. And so you look back and you watch the tapes of history and you're like, how, how did I fall for it? And, it's because I was busy being a spoiled American. I was busy thinking I had the freedom and right to pursue my own dreams and my own goals and just trust that somebody was watching for me. I just trusted it. But now we look back and like you've said numerous times in the show, you can't unsee the puppet strings no. once you see them. No, it's and, sad. Um, it, just, it, it ruins your life. It does. To be it honest does. with you, it does. I can't look at anything. My wife thinks I, wa I walk around angry all day. <laughs> she really does. She, but she there is freedom in it. There is oh, freedom. Yeah. I, in like it. It. I like it. You know? It. <laughs> yeah, there is freedom. There is something peaceful to being able to see the truth. Um, if our listeners follow uh, JP Sears, he does that YouTube series, Awaken with JP. And 
normally they're um, comedy, right? He's the long redheaded guy who does like the funny yoga things and makes fun of liberals. He did one yesterday that wasn't comedy. It was about pointing out evil in the United States. He, for the first time in his life as a grown man and a father, right? So the fatherhood thing is kicking in. He's starting to look around. He's brand That'll new. That'll do it. That'll, that did he, it for me. he did this long video where I'm like, finally, he's he's getting it. Um, and his his audience will now get it. He said, I actually believe Satan is real. And he went through and started listing how he could actually see Satan is real. And so circling back to what we were saying before, your wife thinks you walk around miserable and things like that. We are a joyful people, right? Like yeah. Pope John Paul II said, we are an Easter people and hallelujah is our song. Once you recognize Satan, you are safe under the umbrella of Jesus Christ. All you have to do is choose not to participate in whatever Satan's dangling in front of your face because he doesn't come to you with the, the horns and the pitchfork trying right. to scare you onto his plantation. He comes to you he packaged as everything you've ever wanted. Everything you've ever wanted is what Satan presents himself in. And so that's what we see with these elitists in the Republican Party that are starting to tumble. You served the they're wrong all, master. They're all going. They're all yep. going. Every you served one of you, the wrong master. You've shown your true colors. You're and we out. have an opportunity right now, ladies and gentlemen. We have an opportunity to not screw this up. Okay. We, what we need to do right now, and, and please listen to me, break all emotional ties with politicians today. Yes. All. All emotional. Your life depends on it. Your you life be, depends on it. Because I'm telling you right now, Cheney's gone, Bush is gone, Clinton's gone, McCain's gone. Guess who isn't gone other than Satan? The donors aren't gone. Mm -mm. Somebody else is getting that money. World Economic Forum is still there. Klaus Schwab is still there. The, the UN, Koch brothers NATO. are still there. Yeah, they're the, all the, still the there. The Chamber, U.S. Chamber of Commerce George is Soros. still there. Soros mm -hmm. is still there. And there's a whole lot of fresh candidates that are ending up with a whole lot of new money and, and you cannot have an emotional bond. You have to think this through because they're setting up. And it, you think they're going to give this up? Do you I know how big? You. Do you know how big Raytheon is? Do you know how big BMY is? I mean, these corporations are huge. And also to your point, Hutch, we might have gotten rid of some of these monsters in our closet, but the fact of the matter remains is Ghislaine's list is still sealed. Epstein's clients are still unknown. Why is that? Because they are the most powerful people in the world, you know, and, and George Carlin used to say, if yeah. voting actually had any power, they wouldn't let you do it. So we have to keep our head on a swivel. We have to keep everybody accountable. We have these small victories. We can celebrate them, but know that the, the main battle hasn't happened yet. Right. And we're not necessarily going to be playing by the same rules right. as we've been playing. I mean, this right. is, this is an historic time in America, in world history, but I don't care about the rest of the world. In American history, we get America figured out, then I'll start worrying about other countries. And you know yeah. what? The, the leftists, the evil leftists that are useful idiots for Satan, most of them. I think if most of them were shown every day, you're actually serving the devil, they might stop. They might stop and say... Oh. Whoa, wait a minute. Murdering of babies is evil. They, they're seriously blind to it. They're blinded by the color green, right? They're, they, that's all they want. They want their money. They want to, their own personal safety and security. Um, but the fact of the matter remains is these folks, the evil ones, the elites in this country, they don't realize the power that we have. And they we don't trash, realize it. They will trash us and vilify us every single day. So Hutch accidentally played the brought to you by Pfizer montage. I meant to do that, but I didn't know it was all that extra stuff on the ends. Would... Oh, and it's fine though, because it shows, it shows how powerful you actually are. They're telling you how powerful you are because they need to control your mind. They need to control your mind. If they don't control your mind, they know they're in deep trouble. And the most recent attack I've seen, which to me is insanity, but this proves my point of be unabashed and proud exercising your rights, ladies and gentlemen, because Catholics have now been deemed extremists for praying the rosary, right? Praying the rosary is now extremist. The Atlantic has tried attacking us Catholics for the past week or so. They keep changing headlines, walking it back. Originally, they showed uh, 
the rosary with the with uh, gunshot holes in it, and it was an incorrect rosary. And then they changed it to just a picture of a rosary. So Catholics on on social media have been having fun with it, you know, pictures of nuns carrying the rosary, like, oh, look at these dangerous extremists open carrying. We can laugh and we can joke, but the left truly needs you to believe God is dead. And they now believe that an AR-15 <laughs> is just as dangerous to them as praying the Our Father and the Hail Mary. And you know, and it the, is if you're evil. One of it the is. most outstanding things about that, and I was trying to find it, but I can't, but I'll just paraphrase it. Rosaries are flying off the shelves. Yeah. They yeah. are flying off the shelves. Do yep. it. You go ahead. You keep trying. Do you it. keep trying because America's waking up, man. I'm hey, if you, you guys, if you guys want some cool good. rosaries, if you want some cool rosaries, <laughs> check out check out Rugged Rosary. They do nice. the World War II paracord inspired. They they got interviewed by, I forget who it was, uh, maybe Breitbart. Um, they got interviewed by Breitbart because they were saying, wow, we saw a jump in rosary sales after Atlantic wrote that hit piece on us. But what I like about rugged rosaries, my parents gave me a rugged rosary set right before I went into the military. It's made from paracord. It's like indestructible. You can wear it around your neck, wear it proudly, wear it boldly, pray it. Don't just wear it, pray it. Um, but they are, they're amazing. They're made here in America, great cause, military strength, military grade. So they're awesome. And they've said that they've seen, they've had some loyal supporters for their entire existence, but this, just like every time they, they mention, you know, gun control, guns go flying off the shelves. Well, now you're talking about rosary control, the first <laughs> amendment, freedom of religion, freedom of religion. If you don't like my rosary, don't look at it. I wear my rosary ring every day because I spin it and pray it whenever I'm stressed out and driving in traffic. Um, but guys, be unabashed about it. I'm not telling you to open carry your firearm, but I'm not telling you not to. And I'm not telling you to not wear your rosary, but I'm not telling you not to. Just do it. Just do it. Be proud of your faith. Be proud of your heritage. Be willing to protect and defend yourself and your family, no matter what may come. I agree. You know, there's another, there's some things that we need to adjust, I think, a little bit. And uh, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, but take it or leave it. Uh, I, I think that we really, there's a, there's a good article on the American thinker this morning uh, that basically says, you know what? Stop calling Democrats, Democrats. They're not Democrats anymore. They're not. They are communists. They yep. are communists and we need to start calling them communists. Yep. They'll fight back, but it's okay. It's okay. Cause I've got a list. I'm not going to read them all, obviously, but there's a, a list of about 30 bullet points right here on why they're communists. I'm going to read a couple of them. They're raiding and jailing their political opponents. They're turning the FBI, CIA, and IRS uh, against American citizens. They've come out against freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of the press, the Second Amendment, and other core American ideals. They've abandoned the rule of law and now have one set of law for themselves and another for the rest of us. They're deliberately trying to bankrupt us. If you go through this list, we should never call these people Democrats again. They're not Democrats. We're never going to beat them if we can't identify them. Yep. Yep. This is this is like you were saying yesterday. It's King George all over again. King Edward, King George. This is us standing up against the, the monarchs. It's an oligarchy, right? So if anybody brought has to you ever, by Pfizer, brought to you by Pfizer, you know, um, there was a great video and uh, maybe we can get the link up at some point. Um, if not today, then tomorrow, there's this great educational video. And I, I met the gentleman who made it a few years ago at a political conference I was at, and it's called um, uh, Forms of Government. Um, and it explains to you what the real forms of government are and the type of government that was given to us as, as Americans, right? Fought for, right? By our founding fathers. People laid their lives on, on the line for it. And um, it shows how we, we in this country and the Western world like to call a certain ideology left and a certain ideology right. But the real fact of the matter is, is to the right is anarchy and to the left is complete government control. And our founding fathers designed our republic to be so close to the right, so close to anarchy. You guys can look it up. You can look at the Federalist Papers. They decided the Federalist Papers actually left them too close to anarchy. There wasn't enough protection and control over private property. So they walked it back a little bit and came out with the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, which put us at a healthy point where we had a republic, a rule of law, not people who could be corrupted by power. They tried every step of the way to prevent democracy from taking over. 
And that's why George Washington warned against That's so it. important what you just said. What you just said in the context of listening to the corporate corrupt media and their use of the word democracy. Democracy is mob rule. Yes. Democracy is two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for lunch. Mm-hmm. That's what democracy is. Yep. Do you really want New York City to run this country? No, no. And that, that's just it. That's why if people could just look at the rich history of the founding of our nation, electoral college was intended to make sure that all states had equal rights in this union that we're in. Um, and, you know, we could go Very on Very important on. to someone from New Hampshire. But yes, yes, yes. And Alaskans mm-hmm. and Rhode Island. So whether you're a large land population or a small land population, whether you have large people population or small, um, that's why everybody has two senators, no matter what their population is, you know? And so we think about these things. And I- I've said before, election day isn't the day where every American goes to vote. Election day is the day when the states go to vote. And, and that's what folks have to think about. And um, my reason for bringing all of this up is using words and knowing what they mean. And in today's culture- So important. In today's culture, we are all about redefining words and using words inappropriately, out of context. We don't care it, that words matter anymore. So it's like we're we're well-dressed apes at this point, which is just kind of sad. And they've but- been programming us for years too. I mean, this this did not just start. This is one of my one of my early mantras when I first got into radio was about the language. It, it just yeah. infuriates me because they're moving you. They're trying to make you think a certain yeah. way. You look yes. at the World Economic Forum. This is a bunch of foodie duties from Europe and other places that are that think that they're elite and think they're so much smarter than you they don't want any countries so what have they done they've started to generalize it the 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 last in the last six or seven years the term asian has come out i've spoken about this extensively there's no such thing as an asian asia is the biggest continent in the country mm-hmm. in the world rather yeah and, indians and, and are iranians asian. are are asian mm-hmm. indians are asian it's it's a non term and yeah. we use it every day our youth the yep. same way with Europeans, the same way with NAFTA, the North America. It's all designed to eliminate our sovereignty. Yes. Yes. And it it and, sucks to see the strings. Angel. And it, sucks. It, it does suck to see the strings. But hey, um, and I'm going to use the, this phrase carefully because I don't mean it this way. But I, I think I align more with the folks in the QAnon movement than I would with the elites, but that doesn't mean I'm for the QAnon movement. I'm just saying this great awakening that has happened, it will not stop now. The giant has been awakened, right? And so and when we look knows at, how it's going to end either. I mean, yeah. Well, be in the game. Well, I mean, we, we oh. can't, we can kind of know, we can kind of know because, okay. So if we go back to that scale over to the right is anarchy and over to the left is complete and ultimate utter government Nazism. control. You have, your tyrants, you have your fascists, you have your communists, your socialists. The fact of the matter remains is all of them, monarchs, all of them. If you guys watch this this um, forms of government video, I'll get the link for you tomorrow. Uh, maybe we can play it tomorrow. All all other forms of government, aside from a republic and anarchy, all end up being an oligarchy. And even an anarchy isn't a form of government. It devolves into a vacuum and turns into an oligarchy, right? Because an anarchist society can't last. Um, it will not last. Just it requires somebody that, to fill that void. Just to define the word in case you're, it's a new one to you, oligarchy is basically the meeting of government and business to where they get together and it's brought to you by Pfizer. Yes, yeah, the rule of the many. The shots. They're calling they, they scratch each other's backs. Yes. You know, you've got it's the rule of Pfizer and it's unelected. People from Pfizer are writing the bills that the car salesmen in Congress are pushing. Yeah, and same with green energy against fossil fuels. Um, And so when you think about this, when we start saying Democrat and Republican, and this is why I've been a proud, unaffiliated voter. I have been independent, unenrolled, because I am a a constitutional purist. My my heart is uh, in George Washington's camp. When he term limited himself, he spoke of the dangers of 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 Democrat Party. The biggest event of his presidency, by the way. Yes, the the most important and probably most historic of his presidency was him term limiting himself, and he warned he warned of dangers. No, they didn't, they didn't want him to. He warned of the dangers of partisan politics. He warned of the dangers of of 
developing these political parties because essentially what happens, I wrote an article about this years ago. Um, the title of it was The Party is Over, Inside the Mind of a Born Again Independent. And in it, I pointed out that one, um, both parties sell out. And once you're under the camp of this party, the party essentially does to the electorate what labor unions does to the worker. It suppresses your individual rights. It suppresses your individual concerns. Um, it forces you into a communist mind think. And then when these parties join, they outweigh the branches of government. So if you have Democrats running all three branches of government, they're controlling each other instead of keeping each other in check. And so as you were saying at the top of the show, Hutch, let's be careful of not calling them Democrats anymore. Let's be careful to also not call them Republicans anymore. They are elite oligarchs. They're working against you, not for you. Their end game, and anybody who's Christian in the audience knows, whether they know it or, or, or not, they're useful pawns in marching us towards a new world order. They want to dissolve country boundaries. They want to throw us into chaos, so they have to step in and control it. They want to police us, and they need to enslave us. That's what they are doing whether they know it or not. Some of them are just looking out for their own skin. Some of them feel entitled to it, like the Cheneys. Um, some of them actually think they're doing right, like Dan Crenshaw. He thinks he's better than you, was probably an officer. He thinks he's better than you. And so that's the thing. No offense to the officer than the audience. Love you. Thank you for your service. But, um, but the, the fact of the matter... <laughs> But the fact of the matter remains is we have to keep our head on a swivel because once oh, they yeah. get to Washington, something happens. It's like uranium exposure. Yeah, it's, bought, I mean, it's the whole mail. NSA thing. I mean, it, yeah. this is this is easy to to figure out. It's just uh, you know how how far can you vet somebody? It's a shame. I know. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, just to go back to to do a circle back, Jack, uh, the the donors are still there, and they still got their checkbooks open. So be very careful who you fall in love with folks right now. I mean, because it's going to, and, and this sucks. I could show you dozens of times that I stood up for Dick Cheney and George W. Bush and all of them. You know, I helped them campaign. I went inside. I took my son to shake George W. Bush's hand when he came down. You know, I mean, th this is something that's been steeped in me forever. Mm -hmm. And my family came up Democrat. I mean, I was born in Washington, D.C., my father was the assistant to a congressman from my district here in Pittsburgh, and he wow. became my godfather. I mean, I was in it. I was at the victory meetings up in the penthouse eating the Democrat caviar at night, you know, with my dad. And like you said, fatherhood came. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, man, hold on. This, this, And I'm talking to a guy. I'll just give a brief personal story here. I was uh, in, a, in an amateur radio club, right? And I went to a meeting. And I'm talking to a guy I liked there. He was much older than I was at the time. I was 30. He was 65. He was a self-made millionaire because he was an IRS agent. They got tired of screwing Americans and went and started two H&R blocks. You know, but anyway, that being aside, I said, this was right when Bill Clinton was first on the scene and he was running in the Democrat primary. And there was Democrat Party was uh, that was my default position. You know, so mm -hmm. I'm watching this. And, and I told this guy, I was like, hey, man, I, I really like this, this Bill Clinton. He really looks different than, than Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden was running way back then, too. Uh, looks better than these guys. And the guy looked at me with a cockeyed look, and he wrote something down on a piece of paper, and he handed it to me, said, Hutch, go listen to that until the next meeting, and we'll talk after the next meeting. And I looked at the paper, and it was the Rush Limbaugh show. And that changed my life. I started, wow. I started listening to Rush. That's the one interview I never got. And I even got John Sununu, but I never got Rush. I would have loved to ask him, when did you, did you know this the whole time? Or when did you figure this out? You know, I, I just, I was thinking about that this morning. I'd love to ask him that because he was a, he was an establishment guy, kind of, you know, at the beginning. Uh, he was a big, big W. Bush guy. Uh, I remember that too. But anyway, so we change, but sometimes it hurts. Mm -hmm. When somebody betrays you, it really stings, man. It, Dick Cheney, damn, man. I know. Well, and that's the thing is gro growth is painful and love is painful. Anything worth doing is going to require some exertion, some pain, and some sweat equity. And, um, you know, we've all earned our place at this table. We all have to keep it. And 
And that's the thing is the establishment, you know, if I look back over my history, first of all, wasn't the brightest as a teenager, went to a music college, identified as a liberal pro gay rights, all of that crazy nice. crap. Um, and I learned my lesson real fast when I went off to college, you know what I mean? I, I got a, I got a taste of it and I woke up and, and it's been forever evolving. Like when 9-11 hit any adult in this audience that was also an adult during 9-11, you remember that day you remember that day you remember what you felt you remember what it felt like the day before versus the day after right something in america did die that day and it wasn't just the men and women um and so and i remember at that time i was so pro george bush i mean that speech he gave on the rubble where yeah. i can hear you you know all of that i mean man i felt so proud to be a republican at that point in time um Me too. i did too but then the patriot act hit and that we're still felt, we're, we're still not recovered from that. I mean, that, that's why we have the Trump, the Mar-a-Lago being raided. I mean, this whole yeah, thing. The Patriot Act hit. And then I watched both parties support the bailouts. Um, George I watched, H.W. Bush and Bill Clinton sitting on the park bench asking for money for Haiti. Yep. And, I, and then I watched Scott Brown, who I helped get elected. I, I watched too. him betray his campaign promises immediately. And uh, that's the recycle first politician, the that's funds. A first politician I ever sent money to. Yep. And so the thing is, is I think you learn, you get jaded, right? You you get burned, you get jaded. Yeah. But it's not like this is a relationship where you could just walk away and never see this person again. Unfortunately, these a-hole politicians control or would like to control every aspect of your life. And whether, so there are some of you out there who think, nope, they don't control mine. I'm I'm doing my own thing no matter what. You're feeling it in your wallet. You're Here's, feeling it in your wallet. They are here, affecting you somehow, some way, and they will get your children somehow, some way, if we're not careful. Here's a barometer for you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if, if you're wondering, and, and I mean, let me let me just be honest here. I mean, it, it was like getting kicked in the stomach when I saw the strings on DeSantis' arms. Mm -hmm. I was like getting kicked in the stomach. I love that guy. I played his song every night on my show. I'm, I'm not talking about my show, but I, I really did love him. I, I thought he was he was the guy. Once you start making excuses for your guy, that's the telltale sign. Yep. Yeah, we, we've start, all been guilty of it. We've all been guilty of that. Yeah. You know, we, we try and apologize for them. We try and explain it away. And you know what? You see it in mainstream media now. That has become a part of the news, especially. I mean, guys, so obvious with Joe Biden, how he'll say, and then they have to translate. What he meant was. Yeah. Well, we did that the whole time with our guys, too. And the fact sure. of the matter is, is they're not perfect. You have and to it's say hard. when they're not perfect. It's say hard. Not perfect. In this era, it's tough to say what we're saying because that's why Trump's president. Yeah. Because people love him. Yeah. And I do, too. And I made excuses for him, too. There, yep. Now, there was times when I would. I wish he would rescind all, all triumph on the warp speed factor when it comes to those vaccines. That that was a, a huge, huge error, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. He's, he's had and I still some, love him. Yeah. Here's the thing is, Trump, if you put it on the scales of, of time, right? The things he did that were great for our country far outweigh the things that harmed us. I mean, I wasn't with Trump on bump stocks. I wasn't with Trump in any way he handled COVID-19, except he did say it's up to the states to shut down the country. He would yeah, not do it himself. He and shut the down the international flights. That, was, that ventilator operation was a freaking miracle, man. Yeah. I mean, was... The one thing I wish, though, and I wish, here's the thing, is, you know, I, I was never, and I've said this plenty of times on the show. In fact, I was a co-host with Wayne Dupree when we first interviewed Donald Trump for the first time. And- at that time, Donald Trump hadn't announced he was running. And I had actually said afterwards, he's not my guy. He's not my guy. My guy was Rand Paul. That was my guy. Um, and so I had to learn to like Trump. And after I interviewed him that day, it's not that I disliked him. In fact, I love that he put his reputation on the line to go after the birth certificate issue. I love how he went for Hillary's throat. Love how we went after the Bushes and the Cheneys and all of that. Like, I loved all of it. Gave Lindsey Graham's phone number out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I loved all of it. And Trump earned my my love and respect over time. Some things didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me. He was a man who has benefited from eminent domain. I don't like seizure of private property. Trump isn't against it if it benefits certain people. You know what I mean? So there are things, and that's why we just have to be honest about who is representing us. At the end of the day, Trump did amazing things for our country. 
we were all thriving. Families could take care of themselves. And I think that was what was most important. Donald Families Trump, felt free and secure to, to take care of themselves. Donald Trump had the Mexican army patrolling our southern border. Yes. That's amazing. Man. I didn't yeah. even know Mexico had an army. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm kidding, but for the first time they, they dusted them off and made them do yeah. something. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, and ladies and gentlemen, don't forget we, we elected Donald Trump because Donald Trump represents an idea. And mm -hmm. I said this yesterday and I'll say it true. before, Very contrary true. to what Laura Ingram said yesterday about how we're just exhausted of the Trump narrative. I, for we, one, am we not. Just need him I, to be, we need him to be happy. Yeah. I, for oh, one, am true. not. I, I, I wish that Trump could see the assassination attempts that were happening on him. They might not have been bullets flying, but the subpoenas, the the warrants. That's how you can tell the government's so wrong. I mean, back and I just wish he had been more vocal about it. I wish he had been more vocal about it and told the American people because he did try to unseal things. He was trying to be diplomatic about it. But when 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 it was nigh that he was toast, when it was nigh that they weren't going to back down. Right. You look at January 6th. You, you look at all of this stuff and, and, and how we went quiet after January 6th. I just wish Trump had said, all right, here, here's all of the tea. Here's every receipt. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Can't undo that. He actually did. He actually did issue executive orders to release material that never has been released to this day. I mean, the people just weren't listening to him. It, it I was, know. They I defied think, orders and they're still there today. And I think one of the biggest people that was shocked the most was probably him. Yeah. I mean, you could see it in his actions. You could see that he was banking on the government to be benevolent. And it wasn't. It not yeah, not no. the Republican. I think he, I think he underestimated. And I, I've heard this. Yeah. And I've heard this from our audience members in the chat before that he underestimated how I, bad this I think so. was. Because um, I didn't know either. And I don't think any of us knew. Yeah. Not, so at least he brought that to light and it's jaw dropping. Yeah. It's jaw dropping and it's it shocking is. how evil it is. You know, when uh, I keep thinking of the Alex Jones um, court case recently where they said, um, you said that there are pedophiles running governments and making decisions. And he goes, you mean like Epstein and the Clintons? And, oh, and like, that's the best commercial. These best are the clip. things. These are the things that are just so true. And the left doesn't want you to look at it. And ladies and gentlemen, they, the elites, both Republicans and Democrats alike, the oligarchs, they're going to do all within their power to destroy Donald Trump. And, and they're going to do it to make sure someone like him doesn't make it into office again. And no matter what happens, because he was neutered halfway through his presidency, it, his economy was destroyed due to this pandemic. The election was compromised due to the pandemic. And he just had to play along because was the pandemic real or not? We don't know. Was it a weapon from China? We don't know. I think there were a lot of things that he was just trying to, you know, sort through as it came. He was triaging. And again, not explaining away for Trump. I was a lot of times screaming and crying at the TV going, what the hell is going on? I'm an American soldier locked in my home and cannot leave on American soil. Are you effing kidding me? So my point is, is be prepared. Have a plan B, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump may not survive this. We still have to proceed. We That's still true. have to figure it out. And we can't, we can't figure, we can't be mediocre about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, the, the next, the next MAGA person, you might not even know him yet. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, if he comes from the political realm, we're going to have to, you know, triple vet him yeah. because I don't trust most of those people. I mean, who would who would sign up for a life of that? You know, I and mean, that's that's just it. Yeah. When we were interviewing Carrie Lake, I made that point. Um, you know, everybody wonders where are all the amazing people? Why don't they stand up? And guys, I don't think you realize the ugliness of campaigns. Yeah. It's not that somebody picks out your outfits for you and does your hair and makeup and you just walk around waving at people. You get death threats. You're sure. not allowed to earn money. Everything you do is micromanaged under a microscope. Your family gets threatened. You get raked over the coals, dragged through the mud. Your legacy is destroyed. Look at look at the president. Look at President Trump. They, they brought all those charges on him. Two impeachments, January 6th, raid Mar-a-Lago. None of it's true. And it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Damage is done. Yeah. Doesn't matter. They yep. ruined Can't it. Can't unring and the bell. I think he's going to come back, but we'll see. But that's a lot of damage that most people could not have withstood. Even a and, week of it. And that's why I am, while I'm typically against dynasties, I am. 
All right, hand to God, I'm against dynasties. Nobody's entitled. Nobody's entitled to a role because their parent was there first. However, because I also like and respect him, I would not be against Donald Trump Jr. Neither would I. Stepping in, stepping in, and so they can take down his dad. But it seems like Donald Trump Jr. is he close raised, enough right? to the sentiment yep. to understand it. He was and maybe raised take properly. I mean, how many billionaire kids do you know could drive a D8 bulldozer? Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, right. I, I could, but I'm not. Yeah. Goes yeah. out shooting, you know, yeah. and, and he's been seen just partying with the folks, the American people. He's not like one of those, ew, commoners, ew, stole, civilians. Stole they Gavin Newsom's wife. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He goes for the jugular too, just like his dad. He's not, he's not shy about it. So uh, while I'm against dynasties, I will say, um, could use Donald Trump Jr. Trump. That's right. Donald Trump Jr. Could, could be something. Not forever. Could be something. Yeah. It could be a bridge to us. Yeah. Cause you guys have to think about president has to be secured by MAGA, but every single office has to be secured by MAGA because once we get, once we take these elitists out of office, Liz Cheney's one. We've got a few, right? A lot of the J6 committee, they're, they're getting their comeuppance Eight right now. Eight of 10 of yeah, the people that uh, voted for the impeachment of Trump the second time. Eight of 10 are out. And yep. uh, by the way, Kevin McCarthy funded five of those 10, just so you know. Just so you It just shows it's money wasted. It's money wasted. And and they're willing to waste $100,000 a candidate. They're willing what? to waste your money because you go, donate speaker. to these people. They donate. And then right. they, they expect that to come back to them in dividends as long as they're looking out for their friends. But like Hutch said yesterday, and I echo this, and I've said it to my, my friends, and I, I know Hutch, you probably know a few. There might even be some in our audience who may or may not be former military members who take their oath very seriously and are willing to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and we don't need an order to do so. I'm not going to say anything it further never expires. than that. Never expires. I'm not going to say anything more than that, but there are some out there that are ready to act on that oath. There are. And I am Understand, praying. Understandably so. And I am praying, just as you said yesterday, praying that we exhaust all constitutional yes. options first. But keeping and, in mind, there are people out there that are related to Ashley Babbitt. There are people out there that have family members in prison illegally in Washington, in the nation's capital. Yeah. For being at the people's house exercising their constitutionally protected rights. How can you be trespassing in your own home? Exactly. I mean, you know, that's what they tried to get me a, on a quick they, thing. when they arrested me in the Capitol. That, and people you know, ask me. Back to your origins and, and the Federalist Papers and the Anti-Federalist Papers and all that era. Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here a little bit, but Benjamin Franklin gave a speech before the ratification. And he basically, there was a clause in it where he said that this republic is the best possible form of government until the people become so corrupt, they need a despotic government. That's mm -hmm. where we are today. Yep. We have a despotic government because our people need it. Yep. And we got to unneed that. You know, that and, and the other thing, uh, don't listen to Joe Rogan when it comes to political advice. He does not know what he's talking about. MMA all day long, I guess. But not, he came out and he did exactly what we talked about yesterday and said that, we ought to go with Ron DeSantis because because the left and the media, they won't beat him up like they beat Trump up. Uh, and, and, and I'll say this, though. Here's the thing is if you if you truly have a critically thinking mind like we do and our audience does, you you can keep your viewership well versed. I like keeping a tab on Joe Rogan to see what he's up to because he's not always wrong. No, but he is like he is the cool wrong kid. on that one. He is the cool kid athlete jock who smokes too much weed, who might ponder things aloud to clumsily um and so yeah is he drinking the desantis kool-aid right now sure uh he's also friends that's, with not, to disparage, that's no. not to disparage desantis either that yeah it's just a, and, I, and i gave the the litany of it yesterday about the bushes and the mccain's and the romneys they hate us all they're never they're communists they're not democrats they're not on the other side of the of the aisle they're on the other side of the freaking world yeah you know and, and you got to understand that and that's why the that's why they're champions uh, of the language, of destroying our language. Who would have ever thought, this is where I'm going to lose viewers probably. <laughs> Who would have ever thought 
that two homosexual men to be called gay. I mean, that's beyond, I grew up before gay was anything other than happy. Yeah, he's singing in Christmas songs. You know, to see that, it's like, and it took like several years to steep in, but it's like they did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. That was that was yeah. beautiful. That was as that was as smooth as income tax. That's I mean that's like stealing the rainbow, right? The sign of God's yeah, promise. Exactly. The sign exactly. of God's promise, and they've <laughs> they've hijacked it and call it a symbol of pride, which is a deadly sin. I mean, they're going to take everything from us. The, the the evil ones are going to take everything from us, repurpose it for their own use, which is football. usually not. I can't even God's watch football anymore. Yeah. I can't watch baseball anymore. You know, I got to I got to buy a paper from the government to be able to fish. You know, it's it's something, but we're going to be all right, folks. Just don't listen to Joe. We will be. We will be. Yeah. If I can't if I can't uh, say anything else, I mean, this is an historic day. I mean, this is this is wonderful, even if it ends right now. We've gotten rid of so much garbage, uh, and and I don't think it's going to end. I, I think I, I look at the numbers here in Pennsylvania. I think thirty thousand Democrats switched to Republican, and I know our conversation is about uh, the political parties and things, but for lay people, that's the game. You know what I mean? That's for the voters. For most voters, that's the game. So, if you're not a communist, that's fine. I would urge us to start calling them what they are. Yes, because it is what they are. I mean, and do yourself a favor. I know in some states it's illegal, it's illegal, which I would argue is unconstitutional. But if you can in your state, register unenrolled, register unaffiliated. Don't make them earn your vote. Okay, so you're not Democrat. Like you can still vote however you want. (laughs) You can still vote however you want. I got all kinds of Republican candidate yard signs in my yard, and I'm unaffiliated. Yeah. I didn't in fact, even tell my him. endorsement's more important because you had to actually win me. You had yeah, to actually win to, me over. I still go to the Republican committee office and, and you know, get my signs and my some information here and there or whatever. Uh, but I don't buy off on Lindsey Grant, man. I, I don't I don't go for that. You know, yeah. I don't go on Pat Toomey. They're not red my flag name. laws. Right. No. Right, right. I'm not going to associate myself with you. And I, I just want to address this comment real quick because we do it every show. People yeah. are going to. People are going to fight us. Nothing's wrong. What is wrong with DeSantis? Nothing is wrong with DeSantis for the state of Florida. Nothing is wrong with DeSantis for the state of Florida. But here's the thing when I think about when I'm electing candidates, when they go to Congress or they end up president, would they vote to codify abortion? They're probably not going to get my vote. DeSantis wouldn't vote to codify abortion, and therefore I would support him. However, would they vote to codify red flag laws? They wouldn't get my vote. Ron DeSantis has done that in his state and he will do it if he ends up in Congress or he ends up in the executive office. Several other And Republicans if you like well. your guns, if you like your guns, then you do not want somebody who has codified confiscating without due diligence or jurisprudence. This is a lawyer, right? Ron DeSantis is a lawyer. And former congressman. And former congressman who now supports red flag laws, which means any crazy ex-girlfriend can call and complain about you or any liberal can swat you. And and according to Ron DeSantis, they can take your guns and hold them against your will at gunpoint until you prove yourself not crazy. And remember what we said at the beginning of the show, the old dynasties are gone, but the bank rollers are still there. And somebody told governor Ron DeSantis of Florida to stay in the bunker the day of and six days after the president's Mar-a-Lago residence in his state was raided by the United States Gestapo. He stood down there for six days, released one tweet and two recorded messages. So nobody tell tell him the tactic angel. So he couldn't say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, so essentially it's, it's political prudence, right? Because he knows in his backyard, he has, GOP, Liz Cheney Republicans, and he also has MAGA Republicans. He knows his state voted predominantly for Donald Trump, right? But if he has aspirations to move past the state, he has to keep his mouth shut. He has to not piss off his Cheney Republicans and and not piss off the MAGA Republicans. Or Pfizer. Or Pfizer, so he, or anybody, anybody, right? So, and and I just want to clarify too, we're, we're running up against the end of the show. 
Uh, Hutch has said numerous times today, the donors still exist. And here's something I want you to think about donors. Donors aren't people who put change in a tin cup. No, they're donors. Donors aren't people who out of charity give a dollar, $5,000, a million, or two build, million. build Nikki Haley a brand new 50 house. Million. They don't do that. So they're not generous in, in giving money. In fact, to them, it is an investment with an expectation with returns. So when they donate, when these donors come out with their big money, they fully expect for you to sell the American people out in some way, shape, and form yep. that they get the money back. And nobody's saying Tenfold. that DeSantis has done that. Let's be clear. But ladies and gentlemen, we got to watch. Yep. We got to watch and we can't let our emotions screw the decision up. Yep. Final comments, Angel, it's time. Wow. Uh, what a fast show. Yeah. Love you, Wayne. Miss you. Um, tell your baby girl, good luck this year in college. Study hard. Don't pay attention to boys and um, save up some money and buy your dad something nice to thank him for all he's done for you. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us. Uh, is it Wednesday? Happy hump day. Wednesday. Yes, it is. Man, time is flying. Um, I love you all. We, we uncovered a lot today. We discussed a lot. Just, um, Clutch those rosaries, ladies and gentlemen. Say your prayers. Say them, say them genuinely, too. I mean, turn to your Lord and Savior. Turn to your Creator. Find out what skills He would like for you to use in your family and in your community. Because if we win the culture war, we're going to win everything else. And the culture war starts in your home. It starts in your life. You decide the culture. I had a flight chief who used to say to me, what you allow in your presence is your standard. Think about that. Well, I know said. yesterday I brought I brought up mor morality and the black and white versus gray. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen, and challenge yourself every single day. See you tomorrow. Absolutely. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate you uh, taking care of your daughters, man. That's that's a cultural thing. That's just a winner. And always remember that politics is downstream from culture. Yep. Culture is where it all starts. It's what divide. It, it's what drives the ship. We'll be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us. Support our sponsors. See you. By its very existence and character, Berlin remains the most compelling argument for an open world. We're reminded of the many traditions of openness and democracy that have marked the history of this city. Amer missed me. Mm.